with Tanya and Nettie. I'm Tanya and this is Nettie. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And um, just for those just joining us, um, Nettie and I met probably a couple months ago and we decided to start a podcast. So this is it. What we do is we pick a topic and we talk about it. But the reality is, is that we've actually never met. We don't know each other very well. So we're learning about each other at the same time. So it's legit uh, new information. We did not practice in any way. And I'm very excited about it because um, the little we know about each other is quite intriguing, but um, I'm excited because today we're talking about mediumship and obviously both of us to some degree are mediums in one foot and in another foot, we have normal lives. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I was kind of thinking about like how we're going to talk about it because, you know, the Claire's and all of those are kind of different points for other podcasts to really get into it. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking of just sort of defining what it is and what our experiences have been because I've had different experience with different people's ideas. So I can start if that works for you. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go. Okay. So um, I don't know that I fully understood mediumship when it started to happen to me. I think the first sort of um, knowledge or understanding that I had of it was reading Sandra Brown books. Do you know Sandra Brown? No. No, Sylvia Brown. Sylvia Brown. No. She was she was a very famous like psychic that would she's written a bunch of books and whatever. She was very groundbreaking. She used to be on Montel Williams growing up and she would always you know go through the crowd and kind of pick people but that was sort of and and give a message but that was sort of my first beginnings of sort of understanding it but mediumship to me is essentially um connecting to spirit so be that past loved ones guides um ascended masters all of those type of beings and for me i kind of um i was actually talking to my psychologist about this because he's like He's like, obviously, I go to a psychologist. He's like, how do you switch? Like, how do you kind of switch your consciousness to be able to connect to spirit? And I'm like, I don't know. I just do. (laughs) Right. And like, I used to sort of go through this whole process to be able to connect into it because it's, it's in my regular state. I'm not connected to the sort of that vibration of mediumship, if I can call it that. And I've trained myself where I can just go off on, off on. I can flip it off and on. So I've heard different schools of thought uh, in relation to mediumship. So one is if the person that you're connecting with cannot be proven factually to exist or to have existed, that's not really mediumship. So that's kind of that evidential mediumship. And then this woman that I was talking to, I'm like, but what about like spirit guides? What about ascended masters? Like, I can't prove to anybody that, that these are the people that I'm talking to you, but like, I assure you I am. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, that's fine, but that's not mediumship. Mediumship in this person's opinion was just something that can be evidentiary. Yeah. Other people believe mediumship needs to be done a particular way where you actually have to have the spirit come in close and kind of vibe with them and kind of start taking on their characteristics. And then that's mediumship. But if you're not doing it that way, then you're not doing mediumship and you must be doing it psychically. 
I'm of the opinion if I'm talking to dead people or people <laughs> on the other side, I'm doing mediumship. Yeah, that's my opinion. To try to break it down into these different boxes is just a bit too trite, if that's yeah. the right word. Like it's just it's it's complicating it. Yeah. Now, and I think I it's very human, right, to do that. We have to define mm -hmm. everything. We're always trying to explain things. And I think one of the things about this is it's it's very difficult to explain. Like I, if you asked me two years ago, was I a, a psychic medium? I would have said absolutely not. Um, me too. For, 14 years ago, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, no, that's stupid. Yeah. Right? Now I'm like, yeah, I'm totally into this. Yeah. But I had, I've been speaking to spirits and seeing ghosts since I can remember. Um, but I didn't ever label that. Like, and I didn't know how it happened and I didn't know why it happened. And sometimes I would have someone appear literally at my bed that I could see very clearly and they would talk to oh, me wow. very calmly. And I would just go, okay, that happened. Um, other times I would hear, um, someone's loved one who'd passed. Um, most of the time I could see, to a certain degree who they were, that I would have said, I saw a ghost. But mm. I now know that lots of other times that I heard from spirit. people that I didn't see it, that I didn't account that for seeing spirit because you didn't see them. Mm, and it, like in the physical. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, two years ago when, or not even two years ago, 18 months ago, when I did this psychic mastery course that I, you know, we're doing, we're doing some different psychic stuff. And then I'm saying, oh, well, actually I'm getting like also this information and the teacher saying, oh no, that's mediumship. Like we're not doing that here. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm getting these vibes in. And when I'd get to a certain vibration, I would open myself very much up to spirits to come in. Um, and so for me, psychic and mediumship blurred into the one category. I'm now learning. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm now learning that not all you. mediums, not all psychics can, realize or at the capability it's like having different talents it's like they don't quite have that mediumship talent yet you know yes. or ability and just as some people can't clear see and some people can't clear hear, there's all that and I think when you get them all together it is much easier to become a medium because you are hearing seeing knowing right. all those things right. at once yeah so and so what would you say is the difference between psychic and medium because I actually um, did a podcast with Jeanette Byro that we yep. can link to this one where we did actually the two of us talked about mediumship <laughs> and sort of our different experiences and my question was um, because I find this super fascinating and the reason that I do is because I've had mentors tell me that I'm reading spirit psychically and not mediumship and I'm like but they're talking to me yeah yeah so how is I that call possibly <laughs> I call bullshit too like like somebody else doesn't just because I don't connect like somebody else does doesn't mean I'm not you know connecting yeah anyway absolutely. my question is and maybe I'm veering off oh my foot just fell off of my footrest um what to you is the difference between psychic and mediumship yeah okay so for me where it changes across which I've learned on this this is what I learned this course um, a psychic is when you intuitively read energy right yes okay so you hear things or see things or you feel things the energy and the, the mood in the room the thing like that and where it switches to mediumship is when a spirit 
is actually communicating their opinion and their voice to you. So you're no longer, okay. yeah, no so longer I just can, reading pictures and. Right. Yeah. But I do both. Yeah. So do I. I will read energy, but I will also have my guides talking to me at the same time. Yeah. And therefore so, you're a psychic medium, right? <laughs> so you're using right. your whole intuitiveness. I don't yeah. know if you could just, I suppose you can just be a medium without a psychic being a psyche as well but I definitely start with like the pictures and things and then the voices everything else comes in 100 but but then I can be sitting there doing the dishes and then I start I can feel it like my side of my head starts to go I feel like I've got tape across my forehead it's a real it's like a piece of sticky tape really thick sticky tape and I can feel it is there and I can feel the pressure and you know that there's a spirit trying to talk to you and it's up to me to decide if I'm going to let that in or not let that in yeah right and that that when I first started that was my experience too where I would almost feel like this um energetic pressure on me which is how I would know spirit was there yeah now I just see them and I know that they're there so there's there's not really this um sort of empathic feeling that I get when they come up I just go okay you're here okay yeah. And then I see them and I and I can kind of do the reading. And I wonder whether part of that is to do with their ab- their ability and your ability to to sit on the same page. So when I'm trying to think of something else and do something, I can feel them coming in. So I'm like, ah. <laughs> like I'm busy. Right. right. <laughs> um, but then other times, like, you know, one of the first very clear times that, that my husband understood that I could see spirits was about a 17 18 years ago um we'd we'd seen a ghost together along along the road anyway um and and I'll explain that story another time but this was Let's where talk about ghosts another time yeah because that, I, I that's I another story I don't believe in them but yeah okay that's a that's a completely other story but the, this okay. this night I woke up and we were lying in bed we'd gone to sleep and I looked across at the t- clock and it was two o'clock and they're standing next over my husband was a friend of ours. I'm just going to call him PT because his wife and everyone is still alive. And I, I don't believe in yeah, sharing stories, that thing. So let's, let's, PT comes there and I sort of went, hello. Now it's important to know that in no way did this feel um, scary or threatening or even unusual. Yes. I think yeah. that's the key thing. This yeah. does not need to be a scary um demonistic type experience this was just pt all yeah it's just somebody being like hey and you're like hey how you doing it there's nothing scary about spirit and the other thing was it was pitch black but i could see him very clearly so pt Mm -hmm. is standing there and he just said to me i'm just checking on andy which is my husband making sure that he's okay and i said he's okay and he's like i just really needed to know that and I was like, yeah, no, he's doing really well. And then he left. And I sort of went back, oh, that's weird. Went back to sleep, woke up in the morning and kind of went, oh, did I have this weird dream? Or it was really weird. But PT came at two o'clock and he stood over you and he just wanted to make sure you were okay. And he, and, and this friend of ours had been quite sick for a while and then had was in recovery. And we said, look, it's been probably six months since we've seen him. We'd heard from his wife about three months earlier, just saying he's doing really well. He's in pretty much full recovery. 
And so we said, right, we're going to, it's a message. It's a sign. Like we're dreaming. I'm dreaming about it because we're meant to go and see him. So my husband rubs on email. Now this is 18 years ago. So there was no, like, um, not a lot of, you know, text and email. It was kind of a bit clunky in computers. And he turned his computer on about <laughs> nine or 10 o'clock that morning. And an email comes through from PT's wife. And it said, unfortunately, last night at 2 a.m., PT passed away peacefully in his sleep. Oh, my God. So my husband's gone and that wasn't a dream. I said, oh, no, I was awake. And he goes, no, PT passed away at 2 o'clock last night. And we were shocked because we really didn't, we thought he was in recovery. We thought he was doing really well. Right. But he was just like, oh, that, like, how did you do that? How, how did, you know, like. And, and we got into discussion more and, and the more we sort of discussed it was the more that, you know, I've it's not the first time this has happened and I've seen this before. And then I would see them throughout the life, but they were always connected to someone that I knew pretty much always. There was a young yeah. boy that came a few times that I couldn't get to speak to. I could see him in my room, but I couldn't get any dialogue out of him. Um, and I still don't know who he was. Um, but most of the time, even if I don't know who they are at that, that moment, I will then meet someone down the track that that belongs to that that, that spirit so well that's you know. super interesting because I have like I've, I've said before I think I said it in our in our first podcast I have such boundaries with spirit that I don't I don't want them coming in when I'm not you know tuned in but I certainly you know check in with them and and like with my guides which you know what let's explain that so a guide is somebody in spirit who's sort of like on our team yeah. and just to define what that is for the people listening and and typically you'll have three or four and they'll change throughout your life some will stay but they just kind of come along with you and they'll give you nudges and and things like that now if I wanted to take that at a level deeper spirit and guides are actually showing up in a way that we need them to or that is going to resonate with us I think sometimes we don't actually need guides if we're deeply connected to our spirit within ourselves. Does that make yeah. sense? Yep. Yeah. So and the word guide. guide is very important. So yes. they're not there to dictate the answers, you know, in the way that we would say you are the God. No, they're but I actually, wish they did. Yeah, but they are guides, right? Yeah. So they're there <coughs> to steer, me. in their opinion, you on a track, yeah. right? Yeah. They give you information that they think you need at this time of your life like the one that just I gave yesterday which we'll I'll talk about in a minute um it it was just pivotal to that person in their life yes um yeah more yeah. than I would ever know like when we're having this discussion saying look this is what's happened blah 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 um they were just like this makes so much sense to me oh my gosh mm. you know it, it's and you, you sort of go oh well more than I would have taken from that but okay right um, exactly um yeah. so and then guides, I also wanted to sort of oh sorry go ahead no so guides you were talking about and are you saying so just, I'm kind of losing my train of thought but I was I was talking about just because I keep saying words and then I'm like mm, our listeners might not actually understand what these things mean yeah so just to go back like mediumship is the art of connecting to spirit yeah. evidentiary mediumship is um, where somebody will um, provide you with evidence about who they're speaking to and that type of thing. And, and when I was actually taught 
<clears throat> there was two schools of thought. One is 80% um, identifying who you're speaking to, 20% message, or 20% identifying who you're speaking to, and then 80% message. So for me, like you said, you just kind of come across people. Mine's a little more controlled in the sense, and it didn't used to be, like people would just show up. But more how it works for me is somebody comes for a reading and then this little pile of people come with them. Yeah. And they're just kind of sitting there waiting for their turn. And then, you know, that person steps forward. And then I start to tr sort of describe who they are. And they're showing me this. They're showing me frogs. They're showing me uh, you on a swing set. They're showing, you know. Yeah. And when I was very first doing mediumship, it was so confusing because they would give me different signs and symbols and, you know, you kind of have to decode it and you've got all this information kind of coming in yeah. all at once and fast and, you're trying, and fast. Yeah. And then you're trying to kind of decode it and then also share it with the person in front of you, hopefully in a way that makes sense to them. So I just wanted to sort of explain that. Yeah. I personally believe in, <laughs> please excuse my cough. Um, I personally believe in 80%, um, message 20% showing who the person is because when I sit down with somebody that's doing mediumship I can typically you know figure out who it is fairly quickly quickly and then I want to know what they have to say yeah just the other day um I was doing a reading and um this person was actually the the spirit that came through was actually to, it was a past loved one was talking sort of about like the economics in the world yeah. Like finance finances and I was like whoa <laughs> stick that in my back pocket might need that information but anyway it's fascinating I think it's fascinating yeah and so, I, I, I agree that when I actually I don't do a lot of readings for people so I think for me the experience is a little bit different it's like um you know if anyone out there wants to to sit down and speak to a medium Tanya right <laughs> because you do it for a living and right? part-time you right? can find me at avalonspirit.com yeah, which will be always on the end of our thing. But and look, it's it's a it's a brilliant way to connect anyone that I've done a reading for that has connected loved ones. And I find when I'm doing a reading, I've got no idea. I start with a psychic reading, right? So what what energetically can I pull up for this person? And sometimes they ask a question or they just say, What what does my spirit want me? What does my soul want me to know? That's how I start. And I then depending on what it is will depend on whether they have turned up with a whole bunch of people that want to talk to me or not and mm -hmm. so depending on what and I totally agree with you there's a lot of information coming at once and depending on you know I have this lady that I that I read for a little bit um, and she has a tribe of people that come with her she has her guides but she has ancestors that just sit there and I'm talking that these women in particular and they're, they're, they're fast and they're loud and they've all got to have their opinion coming across. So I'm sitting there trying to do it to the point that sometimes, and I try not to do this very often, but some sometimes it just switches that I'll let them actually speak through me. So the difference between channeling what they're saying for me and um, is that you don't hear it first. So usually I'm hearing stuff and I'm translating what they're actually saying. And every now and then it'll get way too fast or way too thing that I just say, I'm just, I'm just going to let them say it. And it will come out of my mouth exactly as I'm hearing it for the very first time. 
Um, and the other thing is that often it could be an hour that I've spoken and I will say to her, wow, that's exhausting. It's been 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And she'll be, no, no, it's been an hour and 20. Um, especially wow. when, when you start to channel in there, you do lose time of and connection. And I usually afterwards am starving. I, I'm not a big eater mm-hmm. and I eat. Uh, and sometimes I I have left little bits, which I'm getting better at doing, of carrying little things. Like I might, if I speak to someone who's an ancestor from England, I will start craving weird things like shepherd's pie with peas, which I don't even like. Or, and wow. Yeah. And it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's super weird. If and, that happened for me, I'd be like, get your energy off of me. God's yeah. clear me. I have zero desire for anything to linger personally. Oh, I agree. I don't know you. how to, I didn't know how to get rid of it. Cause remember, Oh my I, God, I will teach you. Oh, I know now, but I was born with Jeez. this and I just did it without knowing it was mediumship. Right. Okay. I understand. I thought you were still operating like that. I was no, going to be like, no, 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 no. a little off camera. Uh, let me <laughs> teach you this because there is no reason, but the reality is, is that happens. Yeah. So what I was taught is I actually um, connect with my guide and my guide connects with spirit and my guide takes care of everything in the spirit world moves, moves, um, you know, the more predominant energy forward. I give the messages and that's it. I don't, you don't. And here's where some of the drama comes in, right? Like you don't have to meddle. I remember listening to somebody once she was talking about doing, um, demonstration and she was like yeah and it was crazy there was all these spirits and I was like moving this person here and telling this person to wait and this and that and I'm like why are you Whoa. doing all of that <laughs> like I let my guides do it all they're in the spirit world let them figure it out and I'll just share the message like I yeah, just yeah. try to keep it super it's control yeah but it's also boundaries like easy. I didn't know you could put boundaries up and I think I did them I think when I actually came unstuck was when I started to learn about this and I would open myself up so much for it. And all this yes. stuff started happening. Yes. And I'm like, whoa, whereas I had my guides in place, right? And then yeah. I started to do this, taught to do it the way that I was told, this is how you do things. And every I would get headaches. I'd get all these things that I yeah. used to not get. So it was like, then I went, oh, shit, let's go back to the way I was doing it. And I don't, yeah. I don't like put a guide to say, you do this and you do this. It's it happens behind. I just the let them. T- they just take care of it. Yeah, and it's when you undo that that all those extra things happen, where you start to actually take on too much, where you get exhausted, where you get all those yep. things. I yep. still get drained from it, but nowhere near what I was when I was trying to learn how to do this. And and my oh, reason, absolutely, yeah. My reason for bringing it up was that the natural intuition, if you just let your guides and everything work well with you, as without overthinking it, you are actually doing it in a better way for your body and a better way for the spirits coming through. When you try and complicate it and overthink it and trying to do it the way that someone tells you to do it or try try and get a name of the guide or all these things that you think <coughs> you have to do, you actually overcomplicate it to the fact that you're um, no longer going with the flow with it and it yes. becomes a a toll on your body it becomes it doesn't always but for me it did um yeah I and I had to we have reverse it back to what I used to do and now I'm like oh this is easy again 
Yeah. Well, we have to trust our intuition and, and what works for us because what works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for the next. So we need to trust that. Like I used to do this grounding and ascension and prayer and protection and whatever every morning and spirit would be like, you know, we do that for you, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> you don't have to do that. You know, we do that for you, right? But I think as humans, it's it can be uncomfortable that we, we do these rituals and these different um uh protections and all these different things because it makes us feel more in control <clears throat> well also because someone says you have to do that right and otherwise like, oh, bad I? things are gonna happen yeah and and they don't yeah <laughs> like they don't if i believe they will will they maybe but if i don't they don't they're taking care of us yeah and in fact the more you know, i started to put them in place the more exhausted and the more Yes. the worse it was for me and I was like yes. oh because now I've taken over so my my conscious has taken yes. over rather than my subconscious and I think that's important to think too I think I think intuitiveness comes through your subconscious this is my my own theory right okay so you've got your conscious which is you know everything you can see and then you've got your subconscious which everyone has and our intuition comes through our subconscious um and the, the everyone is in intuitive right but we don't all access it so the intuitiveness is when you're actually be able to become in your conscious and your subconscious at the same time and for some people they're intuitive through dreams only or when they're in a certain sleep state right so they may see past people because they, they can relax enough because to... they can't go into conscious and subconscious at the same time while they're okay. awake so whereas we can go into conscious we can do this and we can go into subconscious, we can actually access all those intuitive energies and past spirits and all those things at the same time as we're accessing our conscious. So while we're awake, we can actually access all that. I actually see it differently. Ah, so that's that's the that's the theory I've come up after doing this okay. year training and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so I'd love to hear the way you think it. Yeah. So I see it as as like I personally and you, we are just naturally gifted with the ability to see sort of beyond the veil. Yeah. If that, you know, into the spirit world. And I don't see it as conscious or subconscious. I see it as almost like two different worlds that can be accessed based on different levels of consciousness. And I don't mean like I'm conscious because I live in a village and, you know, chant every night. That's not what yeah. I'm talking about. I just mean different levels of awareness because you know how I, like at the beginning I was saying I could kind of flip it on and off and move in between the different yeah what do I call it the different no I can do that different states almost states it's like thank yeah. you yeah so to me I just have the ability and have been you know universally given been given the gift to be able to have that and it allows me to be able to tap into a different realm almost. Yeah. So that's what I think. And I love the conscious, the subconscious conscious. It just doesn't, that's not how I see it or, yeah. or sort of believe it. But is, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I'm working <laughs> it out. At the moment, that's where I sit with it. Because it, to me, um, it's like everything. You need to logically sort something. Well, you got to make head. sense of it. Yeah, but especially because also, I'm a skeptic. I'm a huge skeptic. Like 100%. We had this discussion again this morning. 
how much of a skeptic I am. You know, every yeah. single thing that comes through, like when PT came and saw me, I try and justify that to what it is. Maybe it was a dream. Maybe I was thinking of it. Maybe, you know, like I try and find, you know, oh, how, why two o'clock? You know, like I try and justify how that could be in a logic manner. And I think for me, it sits comfortably in being conscious and subconscious because I know I do a lot of through dream state. So I have a very big connection through dream um, while I'm sleeping. I dream movie, movie length movies each night in quite detail. And they often help me link up a spirit to someone else. Yeah. I just wanted to, because we're just starting to run out of time. I just wanted yeah. to share two things one that you understand um as well is the boundaries so for our listeners if this doesn't have to be a scary thing when spirit comes in if they come in and you don't want them there ask them to leave yeah. and they will absolutely if like i used to be very clear um sentient where i would feel things in my body so strongly and that i finally sat down with spirit i was like look if this is how you want me to work with you, it's not going to happen. I don't like it. I would get all stuffed up. Like say somebody right now I'm stuffed up, but <laughs> say somebody died of some lung issue. I would be sitting in the reading going. Yeah. And I was, it, it terrified me. I absolutely hated it. So I was like, look, you need to clear this up. I do not want to work like that anymore. And they did. Yeah, they want to work with us and they will respect it. And the other thing I was going to share is my grandfather. He was my guide for quite some time. He was so funny. He would give me crap all the time. Like I'd be like, grandpa, what about this? What about this? And he'd be like, why do you trust what I tell you about others? But you will not trust what I tell you about yourself. I'm like, I don't know. Because it's hard <laughs> to believe. Like I am anxious. I'm sorry. But I was asking him questions and he kept telling me something and I was getting all like mixed up in my head and all worried about like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? Blah, blah, blah. Finally, I was like, grumpy, you need to stop. You can't talk to me anymore. I'm like, get. And then yeah. he was gone. Yeah. 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 But you can ask him to come back. I did. But I was like, and then I'm like, grandpa, yeah. where are you? And I was like, whoops. Maybe there's a lesson there, you know, be careful right. what I you wish I didn't actually mean to do that. <laughs> So we've got a couple minutes left. Do you have any other sort of closing thoughts or? Um, I think for me, just for others that have similar experiences to me as a child um, and growing up and you have these ghosts, it's, to me it's don't overthink it. Don't try and over explain it. Um, and it's not a fear of something to fear. And don't fear it. Yeah, just accept it. And um the other thing is when you do get a message for someone, if you know who it's for, like often I that they give me the details, as you said, so that there's concrete to know who it is. Um, and then you go to the person, you will be surprised how open they are to receiving it. And also if you've got someone that has passed that you really want to connect with, seek a medium out. Like, you know, not me, mm -hmm. but, you know, mm -hmm. seek a medium because you can get closure or um, you can get the next step or the next guidance through these people that may not be able to communicate to that are sitting there waiting for you to, yeah. you know, have someone listen. It's amazing when you do communicate to some of the difference that it makes in their life or just a small bit of communication. Absolutely. And then just to, to sort of piggyback on that, um, just as we're coming to a close is not everybody wants 
to hear the messages that we kind of, I want to say almost accidentally receive sometimes. So I make it a practice like, may I, may I come to you with this? Or may I speak to you about this before? Because I think it's like, I, I, there's a medium that's on TV. I can't think of her name, but she would just go up to me and be like, Hey, your dad, grandpa's here and blah, blah, blah. And I, I think that's kind of intrusive. Like, yeah. you know, ask yeah, them yeah. if they're, if they're willing to hear the message. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's mediumship. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of ethical stuff that, that goes with, the responsibility and that's something we can talk about on another podcast for sure um you know when when you can give messages There's a huge and when you ethical, can't and, uh, yeah and I deal with that it. I've dealt with that every like every day <laughs> really yes. when you get messages through yeah. it's like what yeah. can I can't you know and why were we chosen to do this why were we able to do this and and some of the characteristics that we have that run along the ethical lines I think are yes. the reason that we were chosen to do this so perhaps yeah. And you know, I, I often call it a blessing and a curse because it is, it's a gift yeah. and, and it's a blessing to have it, but you know, sometimes it's a curse, like yeah, yeah. it's, you know, you've got this other kind of chatter happening and you know, things that other people don't know, and you'll be given information that you choose not to share. And yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, there's a big piece to it, but thank oh. you. You've just gone brighter. So it must be time. Oh, look to- at me. <laughs> um, but lovely talking to you again, and I look you forward well. to um, chatting again soon. And thank and you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye.